I'm Maya McNulty, and this is the Fundraising Secrets Podcast, made for Fundpreneurs. Fundpreneurs is a heart-centered leader. Fundpreneurs take no BS and make no apologies for serving the public. Fundpreneurs unite and thrive knowing that together we will prevail. Fundpreneurs will fight for the cause, raise awareness, and serve with humility. Fundpreneurs are resourceful, compassionate, and philanthropy is our middle name. Fundpreneurs deploy the organization's task with honor and champions the mission. Fundpreneurs enrich lives and put ethics before conversions. Fundpreneurs define strength in numbers, believe in the cause, create the future, build fundraising empires, impact the world. Fundpreneurs are driven and inspired knowing that we are making fundraising fun. I'm a Fundpreneur. Hey, it's Maya McNulty. Thanks for joining us on this podcast, Fundraising Secrets. I've been helping the Regional Food Bank for probably since 2014, helping to alleviate childhood hunger through my mobile app called Where to Shop and Dine. If you don't know the mobile app, Where to Shop and Dine, it helps to connect colleges and communities for places to shop and dine while in a college region. A percentage, or I don't want to call it a percentage, but a roundup of our of our app, or the advertising dollars, goes to help alleviate childhood hunger. For every dollar is five pounds of food, if I'm correct. But I have Mark Quantz here. He's the executive director of the uh, Regional Food Bank of New York. And I'm going to have him chime in. And donations like this, what does it mean to the children and to the community at large? Sure. Well, thank you, Maya. I really appreciate it. Every contribution to the the food bank, because of the nature of our work, we, we collect large donations of food from the food industry, and then we provide that food out to food pantry, soup kitchens, our backpack program, many other agencies. Because the food is donated, we can provide about four meals worth of food for every dollar we spend. So when you make a contribution to the food bank, it's like that's multiplied four times. It's providing a lot more in value than the than the dollar or whatever amount you donate. So it is helping a lot of kids in need. So if you donate a dollar, you're providing four meals for a child to the backpack program. It's providing four meals for that child. So it's it's very valuable, and the dollars go very far. And does that only do it for the child or for the families as well? The backpack program is actually the way we've designed it. It's a little bit different than most food banks. We've designed it to be, like to say, more robust. The, the amount of food we provide for the children to take home on weekends is enough, really, for their family for that weekend. Just to for people who aren't familiar with the backpack program so they understand that, is the program was created a number of years ago by, I believe, another food bank in the Feeding America network of food banks around the country. And the concept, uh, the understanding was that during the school week, Monday through Friday, at least children who are in difficult uh, food insecurity households, at least during the week, they have access to school lunches and school breakfasts. But weekends those opportunities go away. So a lot of kids are home on weekends. They have very little food in the house, sometimes no food in the house, sometimes food that's not all that nutritious, and that's what they have. So they, Then they return to school on Monday, not having eaten properly over the weekend, and you can imagine their focus is not so much on learning but on the growling in, in their stomach and that, that pit in their stomach. So the backpack program is designed to try to help children in that situation on weekends. And we work right now, we're working with over 220 different schools throughout the eastern part of New York State. And every weekend, those schools, we, we provide those schools with a load of food that they can use to pack backpacks for the, the children. 
So sometimes it goes home in, a, in an actual backpack. Sometimes it's just a bag of food, but it's enough to get that child and its and their family through the weekend. We we really look to make sure that there's nine meals worth of food, but trust me, there's a lot more than nine meals worth of food in the backpack. So we'll provide things like cereal, milk, a coupon for milk. We provide bread, some kind of fresh fruit, some kind of vegetable, some entrees, a little bit of snack, a little treat for the kids. So it's a variety of different foods that will get them through that, that brief Saturday, Sunday period, and they can return to school fully nourished and ready to learn. So for people that don't know the Regional Food Bank, can you give me a little bit of a back history, backstory on you and the organization? Sure. Well, the food bank began in 1982, and it was in response to the fact that a, a lot of the food pantries that were in place at that time, not as many as there are today, were really struggling that they, for people who have any, who were around at that time, they know that it was a very difficult economic time. So a lot of people were struggling, a lot of people were out of work, interest rates were really high, so it was, it was a difficult time, and food pantries all of a sudden were getting overwhelmed with a number of people coming to them for help. They needed another source of food, and the concept of food banking was already in place in other parts of the country, and so they worked to get a food bank started here. And the, the purpose of the food bank, and I, I mentioned earlier that the food bank works to collect donated food, but it's not like we're going to a company and asking them to donate off their shelves to us. Food banking is centered around collecting donations of food that is still perfectly good to eat, but not saleable. Uh, we call it edible, but unmarketable. It's food that maybe it's nearing code date or it was just overproduced, the farmer had a bumper crop of something, or the potatoes are too big or too little or too bumpy, or the, the packaging was damaged on, on a product. Many, many different reasons that companies have food, but they can't sell it. So instead of throwing that good food out, they can donate it to the food bank in any, any type of food, any volume, fresh, frozen, non-perishable, even non-food items, fresh produce, they can donate from one case of food to several tractor trailer loads of food. We can bring in all of that food and then we distribute it to the food pantries, soup kitchens, homeless shelters that are directly feeding people in need. So we're not providing the direct service, but we're enabling those agencies to provide more food, to serve more people, to provide more nutritious food, and to better serve hungry and food insecure people in our community. And we do that throughout all of Eastern New York. So we have about a 1,000 different agencies in 23 counties, and our region extends from the Canadian border up north all the way down to the New Jersey-Pennsylvania borders in the south. So it's a very long region north to south, and then west we go uh, Fulton County, Montgomery County, Hamilton, Franklin up north, Delaware County, Otsego County down south. So your office here in Albany, New York, how big is the staff and how many people are making this magic happen for these families? Yeah, we have a 70,000-square-foot facility. Most of it is warehouse, 30 feet high, full of food, and we have 90 people on staff. So we have most of the people are up here. We have a branch operation down just south of Newburgh in the Hudson Valley. We also run a farm up in the hill towns near Thatcher Park. So we have a few people on staff up, up in that area, but about 90 people altogether. Yeah, and this is where the magic happens. Yeah. 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 And so, a lot of people have been here. We have 
in addition to the staff, we have thousands of volunteers who help us. There'll be volunteers here tonight, every night, Monday through Thursday, and then on weekends we have volunteer crews. So maybe a lot of people who are listening to the podcast have already been here. Yeah. Um, tell them how to get here and what their volunteering can help, because sometimes maybe they feel like they've got to lift all this food or all this, or even donating money. Just being a volunteer could be just donating money, right? Sure. Or uh, can they bring products in and donate, like cans? I know when I owned Curves, uh, we used to do a food drive, and uh, basically if you brought some pounds of food in, you would uh, get a discounted membership, mm-hmm. and we would help to alleviate hunger for families here and donate it. Um, how how does that work with volunteers and stuff? Do they have to be, like, they can just be everybody and anybody, right? The veterans? Could be anybody. We've had volunteers as young as five in the warehouse, and we have a, a, a young man, I think he's 93 right now, who comes in every single week, drives here, and he works in our salvage room. So he's <laughs> sorting and repacking food in the warehouse. I hope to be able to do that at 93. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter age. Uh, we have handicapped people who come in almost every day. We have a, a number of handicapped groups that come in all the time to help, and we have different jobs that that uh, they can handle. But people can help in a number of different ways. The great majority of our volunteers work in the warehouse, and they sort and repack food and non-food items. So a lot of our food comes in, a whole assortment, of oftentimes damaged food or our uh, produce in big bins that we have to put in boxes, and that's what volunteers do. They'll sort through all that, they'll pack it up, label it up, weigh it up, and then it's ready for distribution. We also have a lot of volunteers at our farm, not not as much now as we roll into November, mm-hmm. but we have a lot of volunteers from the spring right through the fall, from uh, picking rocks, pulling weeds, planting crops, Harvesting so crops, packing crops, yeah. yeah. And then for those who are less interested in in doing that type of work but want to work at a higher, you had mentioned food drives. Anybody can organize a food drive and and drop it off. We're at 965 Albany Shaker Road in Latham, so we're right near the airport. Very easy to get to, right off of Route Seven, right on uh, uh, Albany Shaker Road. So if if people wanted to organize a food drive, we love that. You can get involved that way. But another way you can get involved is through, you can volunteer in our office. We have many fewer volunteers who do that, but there are other jobs we can give you. And then the other big area is in fundraising. We do a number of different events. We have a golf tournament. We have our Chefs and Vintners Harvest Dinner, which is a special event, great event. Our auction, which is coming up on November 16th this year, another great event. Our Mac and Cheese Bowl, our Holiday Hunger Appeal. We, we need volunteers to serve on committees, so people who aren't afraid to ask for someone to help sponsor, who aren't afraid to ask for a donation for a live and silent auction, who will sign up and spend a little bit of money to come to the event and get maybe get a foursome to golf or get two or three or four or five people to come to the dinner. So there's lots of ways you can help on a committee. We have great committees, great people good way to get connected to new people also if you're in business and want to meet some new people but you can bring a lot of resources to the table and every again every dollar you raise every hundred dollars you raise is helping provide lots of meals for children and adults in need so there's those are all ways that that you can help and for our holiday hunger appeal we from the week before thanksgiving the wednesday and the week before thanksgiving right up to christmas eve we have volunteers every single day collecting money in Crossgates Mall. 
just asking shoppers if they would be willing to donate a dollar or more to the food bank. And we raise in the mall over $70,000 a year doing that. So they're you know, looking Mark, for volunteers to such, do that too. You're doing such amazing work. We need a backstory on you. You know, your position here as executive director, you are the lifeblood, you're the heartstrings um, of this place. Speak on yourself a little bit and, and let us understand where you're coming from because you've been here forever. You're, you're like, I don't know, you're the paint on the wall too, right? <laughs> so. Well, I've, I've clarified that statement, though, that <laughs> the food bank exists because so many people have cared. We have a great board of directors mm-hmm. who are dedicated to the organization, a wonderful staff, and many, many volunteers and donors. That's the backbone of the organization. So I'm just fortunate enough to be in a position to be able to maybe help organize some of that and and be involved with that. But I'm just a very small part of a very big picture. But I've been involved with the food bank since 1983. I started as the second employee, and I was uh, in charge of kind of running the warehouse part of the operation, our our food bank manager, I think it was called at that time. So the following year, our our director left, mm-hmm. and I was promoted to that. There was no one else to promote, so <laughs> I was promoted to that position. I've been right. I've been here ever since. It's a job that I I, I love. I've uh, seen the organization grow a lot and do a lot of good. And the beauty I always say of the of the position I have is that I get. To, to know every day that the work we do here is making a difference in people's lives. But I also get, which is almost equally valuable, I also get to see the good in people because people who are involved with the food bank have just good hearts. They want to do good. They, they're seeking for ways to give back, to make life better for somebody else. And we get to see that every single day. And then you go home and you watch the news and you hear lots of bad things and lots of unfortunate things in the world. But every single day, we get to see how good people are. And that gives us great faith and hope because you don't always see that and hear that, but we, we get to see that every single day. So it's it's a blessing. Yeah. How can people get involved with the, the uh, Regional Food Bank here in Northeastern New York? Very easy. You go to our website, uh, regionalfoodbank.net, very simple. And there's lots of information on there. If you want to volunteer, you can sign up to volunteer in the warehouse right on the website. If you want to bring a group, the information is there. You can just call our number, 786-3691, and uh, just talk to our, one of our volunteer coordinators about your interest in bringing a group, and then they'll work out a day for you to bring that group in. You can write a check. Uh, we have thousands of people who do that every year. We, I'll, I'll emphasize we're not a government-run organization. We are private nonprofit. So we are not government-funded. We have a couple contracts with the state, but we really depend on private support from the food donations we get to the volunteers we get to the financial support we get. So you can write a check. You can volunteer. You can donate through a food drive. Uh, you can spread the word and bring get more people involved. You can get involved with one of our committees to raise funds. There's lots of ways you can get involved. Yeah, I created my own vehicle to get involved so uh, with just the Roundup program. Right. But then That's I wanted great. to see where the dollars were going. So I said, you know what? I really care about kids and education and their nourishment. Mm-hmm. And if I could help to alleviate childhood hunger in one little bit, 
I would have left that ripple, right? Well, thank you. So I, I feel privileged and honored, and I feel trusted with the brand. I've been working with Kathy for about four years now and just always welcoming. And it's so, you know, I, I know I pulled you away from your uh, act, daily activities, and I thank you so much for spending some time well, thank with you, me. Thank and, you for the opportunity. Yeah, and uh, Fundraising Secrets, the book will be out soon, and um, and I, I'll be sure to drop one off and teach you some new ways to fundraise. And yeah. I want you to get started on your podcast. Uh, but thank you so much for spending some time with me and um, uh, letting other people know how important the work is that you do and how important they are to the mission of the Regional Food Bank. Just uh, for all who have already been involved and made a contribution, let me take the opportunity to thank you personally for for whatever you have done on behalf of the food bank. But really, it's not what you've done for the food bank. It's what you have done for the people we ultimately serve. That's yeah. That, that's what the you're big serving. vision. Right. I see it, I feel it, and I, I'm so happy that I could be helpful and impactful with it too. So, thank you for being on the podcast, Fundraising Secrets. Like this content, share this content, leave a comment, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. I'm Maya McNulty, Fundraising Secrets. Want more great content? Head on over to our Facebook page, Fundraising Secrets. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. Thank you for sharing this episode, and we'll catch you next time on Making Fundraising Fun Again. This is the podcast, Fundraising Secrets, and I'm Maya McNulty.